Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. It was a Thursday morning, September 15th, 2020. I had lost my job um, about a month or two prior. Uh, I had felt like I had lost um, all of my community. I was paralyzed by crippling depression. I would find myself with the inability to stop myself from crying um, throughout the day. I had to call my wife, Caitlin, um, time and time again to, for her to come get me because I was crippled with insecurity. I was crippled with um, these, these negative thoughts in my head. And I wasn't sure at this point that I was ever going to come out of it. Uh, this time last year, uh, on September 15th, um, I had made the decision that I was going to end my life. It was the night before I was laying in bed, and over the past few weeks before that, um, I had been dealing with the pain. I had I felt like literally the insides of me were being uh, put in a blender and being just ripped apart. And I kept waking up hoping that it would get better, but it never it never did. And so I started thinking about um, what it would look like for me to no longer be alive. I remember sitting at a Starbucks with a Harry Potter book um, about a week before. And once I finished reading, I decided to start writing letters out um, to friends, to Caitlin, to my family, um, explaining to them why I had made this decision. See, I had come to terms that honestly, that everyone's life would be better without me. Uh, the night before I went through with my decision, I remember laying in bed and looking at Caitlin and thinking about how much I loved her and cared about her. And I wanted to do everything I could to help her understand that the decision I made, I was making, wasn't because I didn't want to be with her. It was because I felt like I didn't deserve her that she would be better off without me. Now I knew that if I ever voiced that to her, that she would, she would disagree, but I was at a point where I knew she was just saying that to make me feel better. On that Wednesday morning last year, I remember waking up and I remember um, saying goodbye to Caitlin, knowing that this was going to be the last time I was going to see her. From that point, once she left, I sat at the table and I sat down with a knife and I thought a lot about um, the best way to go through with what I was going to do. Now, I'm not going to give you the details of what happened from that point on, um, but what I will tell you is about an hour and a half later, two hours later, Caitlin came home and found me on our front porch with about 
25 cuts um, down my arm. I had drank about half a bottle of liquor at this point, and um, I wasn't very aware of what was happening. I was kind of very out of it. I spent that night and the next couple days in a crisis center um, where I was basically treated like a threat, <laughs> like I was my own worst enemy, rightfully so in some regards. But it was one of the lowest points of my life. And it took months before I even imagined that I could get better. Now, I tell you that because I'm recording this a year later. At the time of this release, it's one year later and um, about 26 days from the birth of our my first daughter, mine and Caitlin's first baby. I'm running a very successful business where I get to help people every single day um, be healthier and happier and stronger. I have been able to get my depression and my uh, anxiety. Um, I've been able to put a leash on them and control them at such, such a higher level. I'm happy. I legitimately am. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about my story because I don't know where you're at in this moment. But if you find yourself with any type of depression, sadness, anxiety, um, suicidal ideation, any anything at all, if you're thinking that you're not worth it, if you're thinking that you're not valuable, if you are in this rut where you believe that you everything you touch crumbles, then I wanted to talk to you today. And the way I was going to talk to you is by specifically talking to myself. I thought back and thought, you know, one year ago, where I am now and where I was then is drastically different. But what are the what are the three things um, I would want to tell myself if I could sit down with myself and have a conversation? And the overarching thing I could I could think of was was three words and it's it's very simple, but it's so valuable. And that's it's that simply it's simply this. It's it's get it gets better. That it may seem like your world is crumbling, um, but I want you to know that the idea of suicide is the only thing that is going to make failure final in your life. That that you can get up and that you can keep breathing and you can keep fighting and that eventually you will find yourself out of this hole that you're in and find yourself standing on solid ground. That eventually you feel like you're being tossed and turned by lies and anxieties of your life and you don't know what's real, that eventually you'll find yourself anchored to something true and you'll be okay again. That I want you to hear me say that that new relationships will come into your life. That I know right now, if you're listening to this, that um, people have left that you just never thought in the world would hurt you, that you never that you thought maybe would be a part of your life forever. And it's surprising and it sucks and it doesn't make sense. But I can tell you that there are people that you haven't met yet, that they're exactly what you need. And if you give it time, those connections will come. And you'll find out how important and valuable you are to them. It does, it does get better. Now, you still miss those people and you still, you're still broken by what happened. But 
comparatively, you're so much better and you're so much healthier and these relationships you have are real and that's, that's important. It's so important. I want you to know that, <laughs> that, there, uh, that healing does happen, but it does take time. I want you to know that you're not going to wake up tomorrow and everything's going to be okay, that some days the biggest win is just getting out of bed and choosing to breathe again. But if you keep choosing to get out of bed and you keep choosing to do small steps, eventually what you'll find is the things that seemed impossible now are tolerable. That a year a year later, I'm still healing but my healing has come so far. My relationship with my wife is better than it's ever been. That the trauma is there, but, but it does get easier to deal with and easier to manage. That healing, I hope you know it does happen. It's not, it's not a quick fix. It's not something you can microwave. I, I would give anything if it could be, but it's not. It takes time. Healing happens, but, but it, it does take time. And the last thing is this, and I, I think this is one of the most important things for you to hear, is that there are people who would be totally broken if you were gone. That last year, I know, I know you really believe that this world would be better without you. And I know if you're listening to this right now that maybe you believe the same thing and I just want you to know it's not true. That the value and the passion and the gifting and the authenticity that you bring to the people around you is something that cannot be replaced by just anyone. That there are relationships that you just can't see right now that are so important. You matter so much to them, but you're so lost with everything that has been taken from you. You're so caught up in all that's gone that you, you forget what's there. And I, and I understand, but I want you to know that there are people there who show up day in and day out who are thinking about you. Don't miss them. I want you to know it gets better. That there are people that you can count on. That you'll eventually find your footing. That eventually you'll learn to breathe again and, and it'll be okay. But it's important that you don't give up. It's important that you keep, you keep moving. That you keep talking about what you're dealing with. That you keep being open and honest. That that you give new relationships a try, that you forgive those that hurt you, that you let go of the pain that you're holding on to, that you remove the power from those that can't help you, and instead you take that power back and you do something beautiful and wonderful with it, that you keep believing in the best, you keep knowing and hoping that there's better days ahead, and I promise you'll get to the other side and you'll realize that it is better I hope you know that that life really does it gets better so don't give up don't quit wake up breathe and fight again let me pray god um lord i thank you from where where you've brought me in the past year 
And Lord, for all those listening who may find themselves in this dark place, I pray that it just helps them, Lord, that they would just keep going, that it does, it gets better, even when it seems impossible. Lord, I I know that someone listening to this right now is, is hurting deeply. And Lord, I pray that they would just feel your presence, that they would feel seen, they would feel known, they would feel loved by a heavenly Father. Lord, that they would feel the love of the people around them. And Lord, that you would help them continue to to fight. Give them the courage and the strength to wake up and to fight again. Lord, I thank you for them. I thank you that you brought them to this place, this moment, um, to have a conversation with me and with you. And Lord, I ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.